0: This is Crystal Bunch, music director here at KZMU Moab. I recently had a moment to sit down with Danny from Amigo the Devil to discuss his new album, Born Against. The album was written after his tour was abruptly stopped during the pandemic. We discussed writing that album, recording that album, and how he would describe that album to people who were not familiar with his music. We talked about how his career in music started, about the favorite songs his, and mine from the album, and what we can expect from Amigo the Devil in the future. Thank you again to Danny for sitting down and talking to me, and thank you guys for tuning in to KZMU Moab Community Radio. I am Crystal from KZMU Moab, and I am the music director here at the station, and we are with Danny from Amigo the Devil today. The new album, Born Against, was released in April, and obviously, I've been an Amigo the Devil fan for years now, so when the new album came out, I was stoked, and I was like, oh my gosh, we gotta get this in there quickly, but it wasn't until I really started researching that album that you guys were on tour, which was abruptly stopped, and then you began to write that album for the emotions from all of that happening is that does that come out on this album or did you already have some of those songs written
1: honestly i i thought it would i thought when i went into the writing process you know the the instinctual nature of burden and being sad and just being a downer person in general (laughs) uh, i figured ah this is gonna be great I got a lot of a lot of sadness to work with here, a lot of frustration to work with, and as I started writing, all the songs that were directly linked to those emotions were the ones I I disliked the most. I just yeah. did not like them at all. So the songs that ended up on the record uh, were not necessarily inspired by that burden itself, um, which ended up being, in my opinion more rewarding for myself because I got to write new stories unrelated to the obvious.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you know going through them, obviously it's it's the Amigo the Devil sound, but each song has such a different topic and can take you on such a different journey and I just I really enjoyed sitting down and listening to each one of these because in my opinion it's it's different than the previous album. So
1: yeah yeah, it, it definitely is and that was something i did want to do i mean it's something that i want to do every record yeah especially because we have the ability to it's only one brain working on it as opposed to four separate minds coming together with a band and everyone having opinions yeah I feel like with bands everybody's just kind of getting to the okay where where's the the middle ground that we agree on where us, I mean, me in general, while I'm writing, I have (laughs) the fortune of doing whatever I want.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's awesome because, I mean, I think you do a super rad job at that, and obviously millions of other people do as well. So I think that it's awesome that you can just sit there with your creativity and let that flow without having to have anybody else's opinions against that. Um, How was the recording process for this album different than the previous?
1: It was so easy. It was so much fun. Um, Bo and, and Jeff and the, the whole crew we worked with at Modern Electric, uh, especially because we did it you know, during uh, one of the quarantine-esque periods, it was a very, very small crew. Mm-hmm. We all kind of just maintained our, our space within each other and nobody else. So it was just easy. We all broke that that uh, the, the comfort zone, which usually takes a little while in the studio with, I'd say within the first day, we were all just joking with each other, laughing with each other. And there was an immediate connection that flowed through the whole record. So. I don't have any weird stories about it no that's
0: awesome yeah so many people are like oh you know i'll talk to different artists and they're like well you know so-and-so had to come at this time and record this and then so-and-so came and recorded this and i'm just like oh my gosh that sounds like so much work but yeah to have a have a good story like that come out of it that's absolutely amazing and i think that too that helps with the energy of the album in general as you're recording so
1: oh yeah i mean basically what we would do we'd show up whenever we decided to show up that day. And we would say, all right, what song are we working on today? We'd go through our little file of of demos I had, choose one and work on it. And then that song was usually mostly done by the end of the day. And then we would have a few days afterwards to mess with it and toy with it and re-listen, but it was easy.
0: No, that's so cool. That's so awesome. And so for anybody who hasn't, Listen to this album yet? I don't know where they've been, but if they haven't listened to this album yet and they don't know what to expect, how would you describe this album to them?
1: I think it definitely is a little more theatrical than your average uh dark folk storyteller album, mm-hmm. but it still has the same elements of general folk storytelling. Um it's not necessarily an acoustic album, but it is driven by acoustic sounds. The percussion is very um, aggressive and destructive. Physically, most of the sounds on that record are things that we broke to achieve a sound. But <laughs> another fun element of the recording process. But you know, I, I think it's the closest—the closest, the closest that, that I've come to blatantly just borrowing what Tom Waits has done without successfully recreating it. So it's like a, a lesser than Tom Waits worship album.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I like that description. That definitely can sum it up for a lot of people out there. How did, how did you get started in music?
1: Um, I had friends who played music in middle school, and I really wanted to fit in. So I learned how to play guitar just so I could join their band. And then from there, I decided, well, not really decided, but I realized that it's something that I somewhat understand and enjoy doing.
0: That's Ever cool. Ever since
1: then, I've pretty much been in bands, and I've been touring since I was, I don't know, what, 15, 16?
0: That's so awesome. Do you have any regrets of that, or are you are still just like, no, I want to do it always?
1: Honestly, the only regret I have are the years that I stopped doing it, mm-hmm. because around 19, from like 19 to 24, 25, I stopped playing music and I stopped touring. And uh, I, I, I wish I would have kept going.
0: Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job now. Um, going through this new album, my favorite song on the album, well, I have two. I love Another Man's Grave and I love Quiet as a Rat. What would you say your like top song is on the album, if you have one?
1: Initially, it was Another Man's Grave because that was the first time that I had ever gone in with a sound in mind, and I left with the exact song that I wanted to make.
0: That's so cool. Usually I change things
1: up and shift sounds or progressions. This was the first time, just literally, in, out, exactly how I had it in mind. So that was very rewarding. As I listened to the record more and more, uh, which I should <laughs> clarify while I was listening to the record in the final stages, because I'm so sick of that thing at this point from <laughs> listening to the mixes and, and, and getting the order down and all that, I think drop for every hour oh, ended yeah. up being a better song than I expected it to be. in you know, from, from my listening mm-hmm. perspective and, um, I'm just very, very grateful that we were able to get what we did on the record. Like Small Stone wasn't even going to make it onto the record, which is the the opener.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then we were thinking maybe we should put it as the closer of the record because it is so out there. And I remember the more I listened to the mixes, the more I kept thinking, no, 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 this can't get lost. Let's just throw it up front. Let's start the record with this song
0: yeah well, I continued again today before as I was getting kind of prepped to do the interview i just i literally listened to it in in its entirety again today, but it's great, and I hope that everybody out there listening to this interview once i um broadcast it will take the time to just sit down and and listen to it because it is art and it's not really poetic, but I mean, in a way it kind of is. And it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing album. So I'm really, really excited that it's out there. I would ask you what we can expect from here and maybe the listeners won't know, but I just recently seen your amazing Fivel like tour poster. And, you know, I'm in my forties. So I immediately went back to that little girl watching Fivel, you know, Mm How cool. So that's great. And wow, the amount of, of cities you're going to hit is so cool too. So are you excited about that? I mean, I am, obviously. I mean, there are still
1: dates that we haven't announced yet. We just couldn't put them on the uh, poster because they haven't been fully confirmed. Mm-hmm. So there are still a few cities missing. But it's funny how aggressive people are when they don't see their city the flyer. Like, it doesn't matter if you do 150 different cities and you try your best to get everywhere the second someone doesn't see theirs it is it's That's funny. so mean people get so mean about it
0: ah uh, there's no sense in being mean in this world it's so crazy it's funny because i guess i mean i i grew up in the middle of missouri so i was always used to traveling at least an hour and a half or two to three hours for some of the larger bands. So I've traveled for shows my whole life. So now I'm like in the middle of the desert. Nobody ever comes to Moab, Utah. So I'm like, I'm always looking at like Denver or like Salt Lake City, and you know, out. But yeah, I guess when you're when you're used to live bands coming to a city, it can be a little frustrating. But gosh, you can't do them all. There's too many. There's just
1: so many. It's impossible. It's yeah.
0: Well, I'm not going to keep you much longer because I I really appreciate you just taking the time to sit with me today. Um, Again, anybody out there listening, this is Danny with Amigo the Devil. The new album Born Against is out now. I highly suggest listening to it if you haven't already. And your music is available on basically all the streaming services. But if they want a physical copy of that, where would they go to get that?
1: On amigo the devil.com there's a link to our merch store, and that's the easiest way to find anything you want.
0: And you also have rad merch.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you so much, Danny, for sitting with me today and just taking the time to answer my questions.
1: I appreciate you. Thank you for your time. Hey, this is Danny with Amigo the Devil, and I can only assume that most of you are surrounded by incredible landscapes while listening to KZMU Moab Community Radio. and 106.7 FM. Just let me believe it. Thank you.